Welcome, everyone. I am Bob Wurzelbacher, the director of the Respect Life Office for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. And this is our video podcast series that we call Being Pro-Life. Each month, we'll discuss a different topic in the Respect Life arena. We'll hear a personal story from someone deeply affected by that issue. And finally, we'll share ways that you can get involved. This month's topic is abortion pill reversal. Let's talk now with this week's guest. Will you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Dr. Ann Mayo, and I'm the medical director for Elizabeth's New Life Center in Dayton. We run the Women's Centers of Ohio, seven different centers that are around Southwest Ohio. I also do prenatal care at Holy Family Prenatal Care in Dayton that's affiliated with Elizabeth's New Life Center. And I'm listed with the abortion pill reversal website so that if they're contacted by someone who is trying to reverse their medical abortion in my geographic area, I might be contacted to help them. So that's my role. So Dr. Mayle, for those of us that didn't hear the interview with Dr. Delgado a couple of weeks ago, real quickly, why don't you tell us what is the abortion pill? We're not talking about what people refer to as the morning after pill. We're talking about a different medical abortion pill. So, so just tell us what we're talking about. Okay, well, the abortion pill is really two different pills. There's mifepristone and misoprostol. There's two different pills that are taken within 24 to 48 hours apart. So you take the first pill, which is mifepristone, and that is a progesterone blocker. And so what it does is block the action of progesterone, which is an important hormone to help sustain pregnancy. And then 24 to 48 hours later, the woman takes the second pill called misoprostol, and that causes the uterus to contract, cramping, bleeding, and, and then the fetus is usually expelled with that second pill. And how is that different from, say, what people commonly know as the morning after pill, or in addition to that, are there other abortion pills, or are those just the two primary methods that we have for medical abortions? Well, the morning after pill isn't really meant to be an abortion pill in the sense that a pregnancy is already established and it causes you to abort the pregnancy. The purpose of the morning after pill is really to prevent conception from happening after someone has had sex, or it could possibly block the implantation of the newly conceived baby. So a little bit different in the sense that it's not aborting an already established pregnancy in the uterus. But some people would consider that abortifacient because it's basically blocking the natural progression of that baby who's been conceived already. And also, hopefully it would block ovulation. At least that's what most of the people think it would do is block ovulation so that they wouldn't even conceive to begin with. So just different ways that they're working there. So the abortion pill that we're referring to, right, is Mm -hmm. you know you're pregnant, what they call the morning after pill would not be effective for you at this point in your pregnancy at all. And, And so you take what we call the abortion pill, but it's two pills. First one blocks the progesterone and second one forces contractions. So the first one essentially kills the unborn baby, right? Yes. And what I found out too, doing a little bit more research about this is that sometimes that first pill doesn't kill the baby because let's say a person takes the first pill and then they change their mind and don't take the second one, but don't go through the abortion pill reversal process with progesterone. The American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology says up to 50% of the time that pregnancy will survive if the person chooses to continue or not take that second pill. Right. So that means to me that the baby's not always dying with the first pill, that right. the contractions are potentially delivering a baby who's still, still alive. alive. Yeah. Right. 
for someone who's trying to have an abortion through these pills, you, you presume you've caused fetal demise, I suppose you might say, with the first pill. But what you're actually doing is delivering a live baby. You could. It could happen. Right. It could happen that you deliver a live baby uh, and didn't die until, of course, the, the delivery process, of course, which must be horrifying for a woman if you're far enough along to be able to see what it is that happened. But anyway, so the first pill is taken, and that's where we jump in with the abortion pill reversal. You've taken the first pill, but you start the therapy. And tell us what is the therapy and how can we get a hold of it? Okay, that's a good question. So if a phase of the the medical abortion pills and changes their mind, then it's really important that we can try to get them on high-dose progesterone as soon as possible, because hopefully that will block the action of the mifepristone and allow that pregnancy to be sustained and nurtured in pretty high dose, especially for the first three days. And then they take it daily through the first trimester. And sometimes that can happen at night, you know, they get a prescription to the patient. And then the next day, we like to see them do an ultrasound and see if the baby's still alive and then go from there and keep close tabs on them. We usually do weekly ultrasounds to see how the baby's progressing through that first trimester. And then we're helping them to get connected with their own OB provider, or, you know, they could come to our clinic. So Dr. Mayo, in what form do you take this progesterone? So the progesterone can be given two ways. It can be either be given intramuscularly by injection or it can be given orally by mouth in pill form. And that's the protocol we're following in the Southwest Ohio area. Right. What I think I heard you saying when we were referring to it earlier was it so you call, you know, and we'll get to that in a second, but you call the, the number for abortion pill reversal and they put you in touch with a doctor who can write the prescription for the progesterone to start taking as quickly as possible. And then you'll make an appointment with one of your centers or whoever the nearest doctor is to check on the viability of the baby at that point. Is that how that works? What we try to do is get the person in to see me or let's, you know, what the other doctors that are in their network that have provided the prescription, or in some cases, the doctor they reach that night or that day might not be the person closest geographically to the person that they're treating, but they can at least get the prescription started and then make a contact with the doctor closer to their area so that they can make sure somebody can see that person the next day they can get an ultrasound done. Now with our women's centers scattered around Southwest Ohio, we can usually get them into an ultrasound pretty easily because we have ultrasounds at all the women's centers of Ohio. So that's a good partnership where I carry some of the other doctors in the network can get things started and then get them connected with the ultrasounds that they need and the follow-up that they need. Okay. So Dr. Mayle, so we're talking a little bit about this in-between period I guess when you're given this pill, typically at an abortion center, I imagine, you're probably told you're supposed to take the second pill within 24 to 48 hours. So it's in that period of time, first of all, that we're talking about this progesterone treatment. But if if you haven't taken the second pill, regardless of what, maybe you've even changed your mind and you think, well, I'm just not going to take the second pill and I'll be okay. It's still worth going through the treatment and then going to a center and having an ultrasound and seeing because your baby still might, even if it's been more than 48 hours, it's possible that your baby would still have survived that first pill and that this treatment of progesterone is going to ultimately save your baby, even if it has been longer than 48 hours. Is that true? Well, just a little background on that. When the abortion pill first came out back in 2000, they recommended only using it up to seven weeks gestation. Now, as of 2016, it's given up to 10 weeks gestation. 
And I think that the more established the pregnancy is, the less likely the first pill that mifepristone is going to be effective in damaging the pregnancy. And if you want me to, I can tell you a little bit about a patient I know of that had that happen. Yes, that would be great. Tell us a story that you have that you could share. Uh, Yes, and it's not the standard protocol for abortion pill reversal because we really are trying to do it before they take the second pill. But in this case, a woman came into one of our women's centers and she had taken both pills as directed, had bleeding, had cramping, and thought she had finished her abortion, but then a couple of weeks later still had a positive pregnancy test. So she was went to one of our women's centers and I think she was 13 or 14 weeks pregnant at the time. So when she took the pill, she was told, I think that she was nine weeks pregnant by the ultrasound at the abortion clinic. But based on our calculations, they either didn't do good measurements or she wasn't given accurate information because she must have been a little further along than that and the procedure didn't work. And it does fail sometimes. That's why the abortion clinics say, come back and get checked in a week and we'll do another ultrasound and then you'll have to have a surgical abortion to complete it. But she got some progesterone support, and I lost contact. I don't know what happened with her, but hopefully we can find out, and we'll let you know. (laughs) So that's an example of someone taking both pills, and they didn't work. The first pill didn't kill the unborn baby. The second pill didn't cause the contractions. They have the child expelled from the womb, I guess is the right language for that. So the hormone therapy can be effective even in that case. And we did give her the progesterone therapy just because we knew that she'd had that insult to the pregnancy early on and we wanted to try to give her some better chances of undoing what had been done, I guess. Right. The other thing that I became aware of too, I don't know if you've heard about this, Bob, but the mifepristone, that first pill, when it first came out in around the year 2000, it was about three times the potency that it is now. And the reason they had to decrease the dosing on that is because it caused the women to feel really ill nausea, vomiting, headache, chills. It was difficult to tolerate. So they've cut the amount into about a third of what it used to be. So the progesterone blocking mechanism of this whole process is maybe not as strong as it was. And it's not really cutting the nutrition, the support to the pregnancy as much as before. And then you take the second pill, which is supposed to cause contractions and expel the baby. If the baby hasn't died because of the effects of the the mifepristone being lower dose, it's possible then that when the baby's expelled after taking the second pill, that the baby could still have a heartbeat, you know, it could still be alive. It might even still, you know, a 10 week baby looks like a fully formed baby. It might even be moving its arms or legs or something when it comes out because it wasn't dead before the, so that could be very, I would think that would be very traumatizing to a woman just witnessing that and dealing with that at home alone, you know, they're sent home to deal with this at home to take the second pill. That's scary. And how traumatic that must be if that happens. I have heard a couple of stories of what you're talking about where a woman has taken the second pill and the the baby was at a stage of development where it was recognizable and was moving in a way that suggested it was still alive at that point in time right? And how traumatic that can be. And if they're lowering the amount of the dosage in the first pill, I'm relying more on the second pill to cause the death, you know, of a child. How awful that is for the, in all cases, how awful that is for the baby, obviously, but even, but how traumatic that is for the woman who was told, oh, it's a blob of cells, don't look in the toilet or whatever, right? Only to find out 
my goodness, at eight weeks, at nine weeks, at 10 weeks, this is clearly a, a fully developed unborn child here. And to think that women are just being told things that are not true in order to have them take these pills and find out the truth after it's too late, that's just horrific. So mainly for the podcast, if anybody happens to be listening and wants to know how it is that you get a hold of this national hotline for either if you yourself are in need of this or if you just want to get the word out about it. So go to abortionpillreversal.com or abortionpillrescue.com. Either way, we'll bring you to this website or the number that you can call that you can publish to get the word out is 877-558-0333. So it's 877-558-0333. 0333. But if you go to the website, it also opens up a chat window so you could chat with somebody right away as well. And you don't have to then make a phone call. You, and then they will put you in touch with a doctor who's local and close to you. So Dr. Mail, you already mentioned that the Women's Centers of Ohio, there are seven of them in the Cincinnati-Dayton area. And they're not the only ones, but they are among the group of places where you can get treatment for abortion pill reversal. Is that right? Well, we have women's centers in Sydney, Dayton, East Dayton, Kettering, Lebanon, Forest Park, and Sharonville. And at all those locations, if a woman were even to just to walk into one of our centers or call, they could be connected with abortion pill reversal as well through those contacts. And if I or one of the doctors in Cincinnati area that's involved with abortion pill reversal is helping someone with the progesterone therapy, these would be some of the places we could send them to get their ultrasounds and they would work with us to help follow them and get them started until they find their prenatal care provider. So it's a good partnership to have with all these women's centers. The main number, if you wanted to call, is 937-228-2222. And that, if you're not in the Dayton area, if you're in the Cincinnati area or up at North in Sydney, they could still connect you with one of their centers through that line. Or you can also contact them through their website. So there's just a lot of different ways that you can reach out to get help if you need it, either through the abortion pill reversal website or through the Women's Centers of Ohio. And then if you're in a crisis pregnancy and you're looking for help, you can just go right there to the website, womenscenterohio.com, and you'll be able to find the list of all the nearby pregnancy centers associated with the Women's Center to receive the help you need right there. There's seven locations in the Cincinnati and Dayton area. Terrific. So Dr. Mail, you did mention the Women's Centers of Ohio already, but basically if someone in this area, Cincinnati, Dayton, Northern, because it's the Archdiocese of Cincinnati area, is the primary audience of this podcast and video series, if they were to call this number, abortion pill reversal, how likely is it that they're going to be close to a doctor and how does that treatment part work here in this local area? I know two doctors in the Cincinnati area that are signed up with the abortion pill reversal network, and there may be more, but those are, there's two that I know of, and I know in Dayton myself, and then in Sydney, there's also one. So scattered through north and south part of the archdiocese, there's going to be really someone within an hour, even a half hour of most of the people in southwest Ohio, which is good, you know. But so what happens when they call the hotline is that the hotline worker would take contact information from the woman that's calling in. And then the hotline worker would call me directly or call the doctor in Cincinnati, whoever's closest geographically. And we would call the woman directly to make contact and find out how we can get them started on the medication. You know, find out pharmacy number, 
so that we can get them a prescription and then make arrangements to see them the next day and get them an ultrasound the next day. So that's kind of how the logistics of it all works. And so far, one of our patients came in through our women's center and one of them through a hotline. And so we got to see how it works. And so far, it's worked out well to connect people and the teams through the women's centers and the doctor's offices work together. So we really all are on the same goal of just trying to help women to to rescue their babies. So hopefully if anybody is in the situation and is regretting their abortion pill and wanting to change their mind, they'll feel happy that we can provide it. And I'm hoping we can get more providers on board too and just get the word out. So all right. So once again, abortion pill reversal.com is that website or that number is 877-558-0333. So Dr. Mayo, you also mentioned we'd like to get some more providers on board. If somebody is listening that might be in that category, is there, you know, a doctor who's like, wow, I would love to be part of that group. Can we tell them how it is they can get involved? Yes, you can contact the abortion pill reversal website too. You can contact them through there and they'll provide the protocols, give you the information that you need to understand the background of the treatment and get on board with how we keep track of the clients that we treat. And I mean, there's, in fact, on the website you're showing right there, Bob, non-urgent inquiries. So they're eager to contact more doctors that, that will be willing to help these women. So just through that same website, you can make contact. There's an email address even that's easy to remember, okay. info at apr.life. Info at apr.life is apparently the email address that you could contact for non-emergency you know, situations. You want to know more about it. You want to see if you can get on the list if you are a doctor or a medical center or the number 614-885-7577. 614-885-7577. But again, you can find all that on the website at abortion pillreversal.com or abortionpillrescue.com. Both of those phrases will get you to that website. Okay, great. Anything else we need to add here, Dr. Mail? Well, yes, maybe somebody isn't a medical professional that can prescribe progesterone, but they're interested in getting involved in helping out in these situations. I know the women's centers are always in need of ultrasound technicians to help be available for, you know, as, as many hours of the day as we can in all of our centers. And that's seems to be a need that we always have. So if anybody is interested in helping out that's got training in doing ultrasounds or they've got a nursing background and want to get involved in helping out in the work of the Women's Centers of Ohio or, or you know, any of the pregnancy centers in the area, I would really encourage them to make contact with either the Women's Centers of Ohio or a pregnancy center in your area to get involved. Some people don't have those skills. They might just have the ability to pray for the work that we're doing. They might have the ability to contribute financially to the work that we're doing. And those all things are all important. So I would just encourage everybody who is listening that might have a heart for this kind of work to just take that next step and see how you can get involved. I'm really glad that you mentioned that, Dr. Mail. I'll put in a plug for that real quick. If you do go to our website at www.catholiccincinnati.org, if you click on Ministries and Offices, you can go to the Respect Life Office. And then from there, you go down to Pregnancy Center Coalition. That will take you to the website where you can download a Cincinnati locations or a Miami Valley locations listing, and you can find the Pregnancy Care Center that is nearest you. 
all of the women's centers of Ohio that Dr. Mail is associated with are, are on this list and other centers as well. You can find the one nearest you. And yes, if you're an ultrasound technician, they could probably use you, but they can use volunteers of any sort. They can do people who can who want to help sort clothes, people who can help counsel, people who can file. I mean, there's every skill you can probably think of can be used at a pregnancy care center if you want to help in that area. If you have a lot of time or a little bit of time, there's always more help that can be used. Or you can also give, in most cases, at most places will accept new or slightly used baby items as well, because often a woman will come in with a crisis pregnancy and they could use some items for their unborn baby. That's absolutely correct. (laughs) Those are all important ways to support the pregnancy help centers. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mail, for your time with us today. Uh, We really appreciate you sharing with us about how it is that someone has a second thought, particularly after taking that first pill. There is a treatment that doesn't cause any. We didn't talk about that today, but as I understand it, there's no increased risk of birth defect. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that too, because that's something else that I kind of was looking into a little more because there's some people who worry about, will this hurt my baby? And actually the first pill, the mifepristone, if they've already taken that and then changed their mind and, and carry the pregnancy, there's been no increase in birth defects in those babies that have had been successfully carried after taking that first abortion pill. And in fact, there's less of a rate of preterm birth in those babies than in the general population. So that's kind of an interesting notice. And I should mention now there's been about 750 babies carried to term after going through the abortion pill reversal process. So that's really great news. Okay, so we're getting close to the thousand baby mark here, 750 or so at this point. That's terrific news. So we, we want to continue to get that number up and save more people. So yes. So great. So thank you again so much for your time today. And uh, we really appreciate you talking to us about abortion pill reversal and the process and how it is that if someone has, particularly if someone has taken that first pill and then is having second thoughts and wants to keep this baby, not only is it possible but it's possible without carrying also any concerns about side effects or birth defects or anything like that. It's just a nat- it's just progesterone. That's all it is, a natural hormone, right, that's in your body uh, that can be used to save your baby. So thank you so much for your time with us today. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate being able to be with you today. And I want to thank all of our viewers and listeners for tuning in on this episode of our Being Pro-Life series. Head to the website and view all the links talked about in this episode at www.catholiccincinnati.org being pro life. Thank you again for joining us today, and I look forward to being with you next time.